Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Politico. This is a podcast uh, from original from Spotify and Anchor.fm. I am here to, today with Wayne McGee and Vanessa. Would you both like to introduce yourselves and tell me a little bit about yourselves? Um, good evening. Um, my name is Twain McGee. I'm a human rights activist, nonpartisan, uh, former candidate for Cleveland City Council in 2021 for Lake Village, mostly known for Ward 12, um, and former precinct committeeman from 2018 to 2022. Thank you. Hello, I'm Vanessa Jones, and I am have a degree in sociology, focus in psychology, and mother, grandmother, friend, and uh, Democrat, liberal uh, activist with these young people here. And I just want to see progress and change in society to benefit my legacy and their legacy. So this first episode, I wanted to make it on something that is happening in 2023, abortion rights. Um, we all know that it's been a whole entire situation from 2022 to 2023 with the Supreme Court of the United States. Um putting a ban on abortion or trying and over 27 states as of today in the United States have banned abortions or have the heartbeat law which says that after six weeks you cannot have an illegal abortion in the state I wanted to see first of all uh, coming from both of your different opinions what do you think um, about abortion what is your first thought about abortion and knowing like is it a women's choice is it not their choice is their body is it not their body how do you feel about it and what do you think is like different we can do different to change what's going on right now well uh, thank you mr juan for that uh, pre- uh, presenting of that question and that topic uh well me as a man i do have my opinion about abortion rights but also i do have my political opinion uh both different as well but uh, on a professional level political level I do feel that women have the right to choose what to do with their bodies. Um, men should not make that decision for women. Women should have the right and t- continue to have the right to choose what to do with their bodies. I agree with you, Mr. McGee. Um, as a woman, as a mother and a grandmother, and now a great-grandmother, But I've been in situations with, uh, I'm going to say this, I've been with females at, literally I've went to, you two don't know this, I've been to abortion clinics with women that were my, are and were my friends. And sometimes there's situations such as rape, such as um, a choice, a, a woman may be in a situation financially and she can't afford a baby. She might be going to college or it's just not the right time to have a baby. And so I've been on kind of both sides of this and I've actually sat there with women. I've cried with them. I've talked with them way before I got my training and I I got to see how they feel. And when they spoke to me about um, they needed me to just be right there as a sister, a friend, a confidant and I saw the change after, but still to this point, they glad they made the choice. Maybe at that time, it wasn't right to have a baby. So for me, I, I'm for choice. I'm for choice. I believe this is a, this is just a personal opinion. 
a person that's choosing uh, to have become a mother should be t- the right time. And sometimes father in a situation or not. Oh, incest. The other thing I was going to say is incest against a person's will. You should not have to be forced to be uh, pregnant and have a baby and already going through mental anguish, which I'm trained in to have to deal with that. So it could be the wrong time. So I'm for choice. I feel like a woman can have another baby. Now, this is my personal religious experience. When a soul is taken or gone, like a miscarriage, I think that the baby, when the time is right, will the creator will, this is my personal opinion, my interfaith. I believe the soul will come back when it's time for the mother to have another baby. Or And then there's other ways of having children, adoption and things like that. So I'm for choice. But seeing all of the size of this, I am truly for choice. We, women have gone through the first, second and third wave of women's rights. So in this age of technology, I really believe we have choices. No one should force us to say for a religious view, that's their view, that we can we have to have a baby, that we're not financially, physically, emotionally, mentally ready for us. Not fair. So let that person, their physician and their belief system and their higher power, let them make that decision on their own. Absolutely agree with both of your uh, opinions here. Myself as a pro-choice individual, and I think that, you know, it's the women's choice, uh, and we men have no opinion whatsoever in a situation like this, since we're not the one caring for nine months and having to take care of a kid, which uh, daily on a daily basis become more expensive with this country's inflation and everything. Mm-hmm. Um with that, I wanted to ask another question, which is related to the first question. I think you both give me kind of an answer, but I, an extended answer. The Robbie, like Robbie Wade, has been overturned because they claim that it is health reasons, but as we know, it's just political agendas behind with Christianity, which uh, brings that dirt theocracy under religious beliefs. Um, and people like the president who say that they are like against this refuse to use terms such as an abortion and they like they have not used as of today in their political campaigns the term abortion because they think it's against their religion do you think it is okay to mix religion and to mix religion with personal business or religion with state business uh referring to politics or public serving so uh, in better words separation of church and state do you think there should be a separation or do you think the church or state should be together working as one well, um, as for those for politics and religion, um, I grew up with a saying that you should not mix politics with religion. It is a bad mixture. Um, as I continue to live in this world, I still believe that politics and religion should not be a mixture. You can believe whenever in it, you can believe in whatever you want on both sides of the aisle. And if you want to mix them together, then that is your choice. But as in for me, as a human being, politics and religion should not be mixed. I'm going to piggyback on that. I agree with that. I had uh, training in theology, psychology and sociology. But the human experience of being with another human in times of choices, when you're not ready, like I said, when you've been um, molested or you've been raped, um, just different things happen to people. So your religious experience is a personal one. 
and you and your creator decide together. And if you feel you need to see your physician to have the baby or to not, you need to have that choice. And I, I wouldn't want, I mean, I'm, I'm a mother too, grandmother. I wouldn't want nobody to make a choice for me and I would have a baby that I was forced to have and I wasn't ready. This is the reason in my training, a lot of abuses happen to babies. I've heard personally, I have all kinds of friends that I grew up with all the way to my age where I'm at now that didn't want to have a child and they mistreated a child. They really need mental health care. And, but they, they'll say, I didn't want to have this baby. It was an accident or it was unplanned. But I always tell them God's plan, if the baby's supposed to be here, whatever time it happens, it's supposed to be here. But, I, you know, when you physically hear somebody say that, and mentally they may not just be ready. So let them make a choice and let that freedom be there. This is what this country is founded on. Freedom. Liberation. So apply what you all made this country to be, freedoms and liberation. I want the young people now to take this baton and I'm passing it to these two people and others in a spiritual sense and go on. If this whole country have to change every (laughs) declaration of independence, bill of rights, the constitution, this might be what we need to do. Because what they did then is not always applicable now, just like scriptures. It was for the time of those people in that time of the universe. It doesn't mean it have to be now. We learn a lesson from it. Cultures change and shift. We're in a technology age, a computer age, so we don't have to listen to that. We just use scriptures of every religion as our basis, as our law, as our philosophy, but Give people choice. This is what this country is supposed to be founded on. We're not ancient people. We're modern people. So we need to just really like focus on that. So you guys take that the time. You got to remind these older people that's in power. They're not going to be in power forever. You know that we're here and we're ready to make change. And I can see you all doing it. That's why I'm doing this podcast. I see your change. That is awesome to hear. Um, With that, I wanted to ask uh, one more question into this. Um, So this one is from the Florida perspective. Um, Governor uh, Ron DeSantis, which we all know and probably have our opinions about him. Might some be good. Some might be terrible. Um, The governor of Florida passed the um, six-week heartbeat uh, law. He was the first one to push it, and he also says it doesn't matter if the woman is raped. He has been quoted in saying that it doesn't matter if it was against her will. It doesn't matter. She's a criminal. She has an abortion, and she should be prosecuted. Um, with that, I just wanted to ask, what do you guys think on that perspective? Should a person go to jail for having an abortion, which is a woman's right, and should the federal state have a power to say no this is when we stop and we step in and say like no to the state or should the state be able to make that kind of law saying like if you want to have an abortion i'm sorry you gotta go to jail because this is not your right how do you guys feel about that specifically the thing about that that i don't like is that you made the law it was uh roe versus way and they won first of all a man has no right to say unless he He is a victim of a rape, of an incest or unplanned pregnancy. He's carrying this baby for nine months. He says he's going to take care of this baby for 18 plus years because it's always more than 18 years. You're not carrying this baby. 
Okay, let's put that first. These men are not, and I'm glad you guys are with it, not carrying a baby. You have hormones that's going bananas in your body. And everybody that knows anybody that has a pregnancy, a woman's whole life trajectory completely changes. Then if just a baby she don't want, you got mental illness is going to kick 100% in. Okay, now I'm in sociology, social work. The money is not there from the government to take care of mothers and fathers who are not prepared to be parents. We need to have a program. If y'all going to make this law and we lose, are y'all going to have money in the system for new fathers, new mothers, pregnant mothers to teach them parenting classes? My generation, I didn't have parenting because I just was blessed to have a connected family of my circle my biological and my church and my community. This is not happening now, this day and age. The families are broken apart. People doing whatever they want, however, and they, uh, children are growing up with children. So there's no older generation that's given that foundation anymore. So now we're going to have a broken system that's going to be worse than it ever been. If, you, if this law fails and these women have to have babies that they don't want, horrible things are going to happen. Women are going to do crazy stuff. They're going to go back to the old ways. And I don't even want to discuss the way, the brutal ways women was doing to not have a baby they didn't want or wasn't ready for. We don't want to go back. We're not those people. We need to be modern people, open mind about religion and not use religion to whoop people. We need to have love and, and support and just say, it's your personal choice. My religion shouldn't affect my law about this for you. This is your personal journey. So I'm, I don't know. I just don't feel good about this at all. I don't think it's going to work out good if we lose. But the uh, issue one, yes or no, if we lose, it's, it's, I'm serious. I don't think it's going to be good. I don't. Um, well, I think Miss Vanessa summed it up better than I could. You know, I am, I'm not a woman. I don't know how it feels like to carry the child as a man and all that until we <laughs> until us men are able to physically hold a child and give birth to a child as well as that. Then we can prov- provide answers to those types of questions that the women can have answered and still have continued to answer. But until then, well, Vanessa sums it up better than I could. So there you go. Absolutely. I think um, you both have been great at answering this uh, amazing questions in this topic. Uh, thank you both first for answering in a very respectful manner, even if you might have a different opinion than the other. Um, I think, um, as Vanessa said here in Ohio, we're having issue one with just trying to pass and put a 60% of the vote instead of the majority. Uh, if 60% vote yes and the rest votes no, doesn't matter. 60% vote yes, that means that they will pass it and that's what they're trying to do. And this is um, our Congress and our Senate is trying to do this uh, just to make it where abortion rights and LGBT rights are taken away. I think this will be a good... Um, episode for next uh talking about uh issue one for sure in the future and all that i just wanted to check before we finish the podcast over here do you guys want to add anything else that i didn't ask do you guys want to add any other message to this uh to this episode so people can hear any personal stories relating this topic or anything you'd like to uh brought in for the listeners and the audience all i want to say is it's time to really get out and vote 
There's no playing around. This is a very, very serious issue. It affects our legacies. The ones of my age, I'm a baby boomer. It's affecting our legacy. And we want our children to have a choice. Our sons and our daughters. Because boys have things happen to them too. But I'm just saying, we don't want to force a young man to be a father. He's not ready. He's not financially ready. He's not mentally ready. not physically ready. And then we want our girls to be protected and have the system where at least until they have more money in social work to be able to choose when it's right for them. That's our human right. It's our civil liberties. It's our civil rights to choose happiness, hope, liberty, pursuit of happiness. This is what this country is forgetting with the laws that we have now. That's what the president said, and he made that into law at that time. So we need to remember our civil liberties. Everyone deserves that chance, that choice. I don't, I don't want to take it from me, and I don't want my legacy and all other young people in, in this country. I want you to have a choice. If you don't want to have a baby and you're not ready, I'm, I understand. I'll be, like I said, I've been on both sides of this, so I understand. So that's my message is choice. We need choice. All right. With that, uh, we're coming to a conclusion on this podcast on this specific episode. Um, as I said, I think everybody deserves and has the right to be uh, safe. And abortions are part of that safety in the United States. Um if you believe the opposite, I personally will say maybe educate yourself and listen more on uh, women instead of um, listening to your old-fashioned views and jump in the boat and like actually look and perhaps like get educated a little more on this topic. With that said, um, thank you for all the listeners that are listening. Again, uh, Politico is a Spotify original from Anchor.fm, and we will catch you on the next episode.